All right, Jonathan B. Sherwood here with another podcast. Uh, our guest today is Eddie Rickert from Houston, Texas. He's the owner-operator of A Affordable Roofing Company. Uh, hi, Eddie. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, I keep an eye on you on social media, and I know you got a lot going on, so it means a lot to us when you can carve out a little bit of time with another contractor. Uh, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your industry. Um, I know you've been doing this for quite some time, Eddie, so why don't you tell the listeners uh, a little bit about your uh, organization, what it is that you do, and how long you've been doing it. Oh, good for a long time. Well, I'm, I'm, I own a Affordable Working Co., like you said. We're down here in Alvin, so we're kind of halfway between Houston and Galveston, so we do the... Uh you know, we do the downtown commercial stuff, and then we do the beach stuff. I call it beach work. Uh, we're not really beach bums, but it's actually pretty hardcore. Uh, we've come for the life. We pretty much grew up working, you know, Dade County coast down here on the, on the Gulf Coast. We do a lot of the commercial high wind rated stuff. So, um, it's definitely not for everyone, but it's a market, you know, we've done pretty well in. Yeah, I know that uh, dealing with some of those Dade municipalities can be a real beast. I almost try uh, to stay to stay away from those sometimes, if possible. <laughs> uh, no, I understand. No, I totally understand. Yeah, but how, about how long have you been uh, in the roofing industry, Eddie? Uh, unofficially, I guess since 1990. I started. Uh, I started my last year of college or second year of college. Okay. All right. So you got some time under your belt. That's for sure. In fact, you were. Yeah, you were in this industry before we were using cell phones and and, and, and GPS. How'd you manage that? What were some of the techniques that you used back then? Always, always laugh. I'm the guy that I go downtown and park my car in a parking garage and I can't find it, so I usually park on the roof. That's actually a joke they have. In my large book, got the full one posted on the wall, and all my individual county maps we used to carry. You know. Conroe, Houston, Galveston, they had a key map for just about every town in Conroe and Dallas, they all had their own key maps, and we would, we would literally drive around with a pocket full of quarters for pay phones and, and a couple of key maps in the truck to navigate, and uh, it, it got pretty wild. The first year we had cell phones, back when the old brick phones came out, I think my, my cell phone bill was $1,500, and the boss instantly took it, and we had no more cell phones for several years. <laughs> Running off a, a pocket full of quarters like you're hitting up the laundromat. <laughs> That's exactly right. We carried a lot of quarters, and, and there were always pay phones around then. So it, it was you'd appreciate it today if you knew how easy it was to get to an estimate. You know, it would take hours sometimes back in the old days. Oh yeah, and it's now you know a roofing contractor doesn't have his smartphone for a few hours, and he feel like he's dead of the world. <laughs> You know, you, you got so much different technology to measure the roof, prepare the estimate. You can do everything, almost everything automated on site. It's like these guys have no idea what it used to be like. Well, I got a lot of respect no, for that. Carried, we carried Stanley tape measures on our hips and a ladder. We climbed every one and measured them all by hand. It was, it was a lot of work, yeah. I haven't been in the game that long, but a little over a decade, and I measured all my roofs for the first several years by hand. That was just something we did just to show that we were actually roofing contractors. You know, in my opinion, if a guy can't hop up on top of a roof and run a tape, why do you want him selling you a roof? Absolutely. I agree with you there. And now you got all these guys who they want to they take a drone to inspect everything. And I tell them all the time, does the drone tell you how many layers it got? Does the drone tell you what the valley underlayment is? Does the drone take a core sample for you? And they usually don't have very good response. You sound like a grouch like me. I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, you, you know, and we're actually we're actually finally. Considering, I'm not saying I'm definitely that old school, but we are actually considering getting a drone just for the infrared technology. Now that that's the circumstance where I 
Yeah, we do a lot of drone work for a lot of before and after photographs, and I'm actually going to be shooting some videos for some thermography work uh, with Dallas Analytics with some drones, so I'm definitely looking at that route as well, but I think just when you're inspecting a roof, you're just like me, let's get some boots on the roof and really see what we're dealing with. Absolutely, I totally agree. There's no other way to do it properly. No, No, not not at all. You know, and since we're talking about old school here, you know, marketing has changed quite a bit in this roofing uh, industry. In your first year or two of being on your own, how did you market and advertise to draw in uh, prospects? You know, Jonathan, I think I was, I think I got lucky or blessed, however you want to call it. When I, when I left, I worked for A1 Roofing up in the Woodlands, and when I left my boss there, I, 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 I mean, he was like a father figure to me. I didn't want to step on his toes in any way, so I moved way far south. I took the, I took the, left him the high road, and I took the low road. I went down to the beach and did the tough stuff, but I stayed, you know, 60, 70 miles away. Yeah. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, I just kind of it fell into my lap. I had to deal with the, uh, of course, those were the phone book days. I'm showing my age again, but back then we, we advertised in the phone books. It was, it was Southwestern Bell. Oh, wow. And, um, and even in those days, there weren't the 30 and 40 different telephone books that came out after that. Back then, there was only a handful of telephone books that Southwestern Bell owned the lion's share of it. So uh, they actually had this thing that came out was called Southwestern Bell Consumer Tips, which was a big bust. Um, in other words, they weren't able to sell advertising to, to people who weren't buying it, but, but the consumers loved it. So I had the front page cover of the Houston phone book had the Southwestern Bell Consumer Tips number on it, and I was the only roofer that was dumb enough to buy into it. So um, I had more calls than I could run my first year. I was selling, I was actually closing million dollar deals. I couldn't even afford the bonding and insurance to to, to do them. I had jobs sold I couldn't even do. Um, it was it was kind of insane. So so flash fast forward to what you're talking about the new modern you know the SEO marketing and all that it kind of it's kind of the same type of deal, deal. So on that on that dinosaur you know time ago I, I kind of jumped in on the lion's show that and just it fell into my lap so and I know that marketing is out there now it's kind of what you're doing but 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 definitely been there yeah and anybody that's followed me you know I'm kind of the same way I was a real. Uh, I'm going to say beast in getting me to conform to this social media market. And then I realized, you know, in order to sell in my career where I wanted to be, I had to be pliable and moldable and uh, be willing to change and shift. What was your kind of take on the social media right out the gates? Were you opposed to it? Were you immediately on board to it? How, how, how did you feel about it? Back in history, I had a... They ended up bringing their family on. They had good stories and bad stories, both like that. But I actually had a really good IT uh, IT guy in the family who worked with me for years, and he was the kind of guy that you know we grew up together, so we're like brothers. So um, we were willing to put in the time because a business like this, building one, it's it's two, three, four o'clock. You know how it is. You work all night doing a building a website or doing this. So yeah, um, I was I was very early on active in that, and it did pay off well. Um, I've been through my ups and downs and, you know, things that worked and other things that didn't work. Um, as far as the social media end of it, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm just now within the last year or so kind of jumping into that. That was something I kind of scoffed at early on, but I, I definitely do see the value of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been I've been watching you, and I'd say you're doing a great job, especially for somebody just jumping jumping into us. Congratulations. I mean, you're capturing an audience, and that's really what it is. It's about content and capturing an audience and not even necessarily you know, selling on social media. People are tired of being sold on social media, but it's about branding and having good content. So, I mean... That's exactly right. Yeah, I guess you, I'm always kind of being natural at that. 
Yeah, and you and you and you you caught our eye, so that's a good thing because it gives us an opportunity to, to cultivate a relationship. And uh, you you hit it right on the head with it's you know it's you're working all through the night sometimes. It's like as a roofer in anywhere in Texas, I feel like you can turn the light switch on and turn it off whenever you want. You can work nonstop, but then when you throw the social media marketing into it, you just lengthen your days and add more work. And sometimes you're just like. Man, I have a whole day of work and I'm shooting and I don't feel like I got anything roofing done but a bunch of videos and now I got it. Exactly right. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's yeah. how, that is exactly how it goes. And there's times, and, and the flip side of the horn is true as well. There's times when you're blowing, you know, full bore on a commercial. I did a commercial roof two years ago. We had three crews. We were running 24 hours a day for, I think it was three weeks. It felt like I didn't sleep the whole time. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, I felt guilty that little voice in the back of your head not that i wasn't getting work done that we weren't doing the videos and the marketing and the other stuff that should have been being done and that's just as important that's just as important work as as you know tearing the tear off show and putting the shingles of the flat roofs on these days it really is oh yeah i i agree with you well, let's get on a little bit of a touchy subject i have here i want to talk to you a little bit about i wanted to know because you've been in the industry so long were you ever forced to stop marketing by tdi for the hb 1183 infractions I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I, so I, I, I wanted to draw you in and then see if we could talk about it. But if you don't want to talk about it, that's completely up to you. No, no, no. I'll be happy to. Let me call my attorney first. <laughs> um, the, short, the short answer is yes. Um, and I do believe I do believe I was I was in error. I'm not exactly still. I'm still not exactly sure how, but. Um, you know, you talk about marketing. To the best of my understanding, the thing I did wrong was I had the word negotiate in some marketing advertisement. In other words, I would I would let people know that we were willing and able to negotiate or help them negotiate an insurance claim, which says which would mean I was acting as a public adjuster. Yeah, you and you and several under hundred thousand roofers. <laughs> so you're definitely not the only one. I've seen a lot of contracts in my 12 years, and I've seen that a lot. And just recently, people have really started to dial in on that and change the word to estimating practices, if we're being very transparent here. But I think all of us at some point in our career that sustain in this industry have negotiated a claim at some point until we dialed in on the estimating practices or hiring a PA, et cetera, et cetera. Right. All right, all right. And again, you have to realize I'm so old school. Back in the days, we would have insurance adjusters call us, and they would ask us to please come out and help them climb the roof. It was a dangerous roof or something. Oh, yeah. Guys. Yeah, they, 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 they would just... The, go ahead. These, just like you said, they, they were clueless. They didn't know how to climb a roof, measure a roof. We didn't have eagle views. We didn't have all those things. We'd come out and measure the roof for them. And, it, and back in those days, it was just pretty much common practice that the roof was willing to do all that for you. You gave them the job. And oh, yeah. Like, you, you'd be friendly you know, talk about bass fishing, and they'd ask you as soon as you get up there. Show me some hail so I can take some pictures. That's <laughs> they, exactly right. Yep, show That's me some exactly hail right. so I can take some pictures so we can get off this thing. Hey, hold my tape for me. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. So, I, I, so, I remember that. You know, not, not making excuses for it. Like I said, I, I believe I was wrong. I think a lot of us were. They, um, you know, there are lots of talk about how they talk to the contractors. But anyway, where, where you're going to market it, you know, that ended up being actually a good thing. I've got a pretty well established have a good reputation um i've still got customers that call me every morning and send me christmas cards so um the community and my 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 crowd following whatever you want to call it, they all rallied behind me and and that actually turned into a very good thing and and it and it and it pushed me into the social media um realm and it kind of forced me there because that was the low-end marketing we had for, for well over a year was just word of mouth rep you know referrals which we get a lot of and 
other people marketing for me. So it was really a good thing. Yes, it's awesome. You know, when an obstacle becomes your opportunity in this industry, you got to be happy with that. That's exactly right. And there were people, you know, there's commercial clients we deal with that were having problems with claims. Of course, you know, there was lots of Harvey claims that didn't get paid. And, yep, correct. And I understand why some of those, I understand why some of those didn't work paid, but um, when you have a team behind you of your client base that's actually rallying for you, um, it, it actually helped push you forward a lot. It really did. Yep. And one of the, one of the last things I want to ask you, you know, myself and I'm sure all the listeners on our on our platform, you know, we all want to be in business for years and and make it through the amount of years that you have. What's any advice that you can give the audience, the other roofing contractors, the other in this industry to be sustainable in this business and have a thriving business for years to come? words like stick to it and this, you know but you know really some integrity kind of like I mentioned like when I left my old boss and we're still you know very close friends um, he's well up into his years now um, just just work with integrity there's some of these new guys now they're here today they're gone you know these storm guys show and I'm not saying anything against storm chasers but you know so many of these guys they just kind of pop up and storm shit and disappear three years later you know if you're, if you're going to be a roofing contractor be a roofing contractor and make up your mind that's what you're going to do and be one yeah, I agree with you. you. Know, we, we don't see doctors. We don't see doctors and lawyers that have a practice for three years and quit. I mean, you know, so if you're going to be one, be one, and then and then other than that, it's just the bump of the road here, or there, and you keep going. Yeah. And um, and sell some retail roofs. <laughs> you know, all year long. That's what I tell people all the time. If you're selling roofs all year long and you got a lot of retail business, you're a roofer, and you're actually selling yeah. a roof. If you're not doing that, yeah. you're not a roofer. You're talking people into well, giving you their insurance proceeds to put a roof on their roof. That's not selling anybody. That's anything. exactly right. You're exactly right. Just like you talked about the guys that don't climb the roofs and cool them and all that. And one other thing I'll add to that, that and now that's a problem I have with social media marketing or a potential issue. You know, like me, I've been here. People know me. I've, I've been here a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go click, click, click dot com and roofers pop up, you never know who you're getting or who you're dealing with or where they're from. Um, now I've even been, been guilty of that. I hired a I hired a crane company a few weeks ago. This was for a friend of mine, a long term client, and I was just looking for having a trash chute installed on a on a fifteen story building. I googled a local company and, and I actually thought it was the company I was looking for. It turns out I had some guy from somewhere in Florida. Oh, and I'm like, wow. how are you to come set up a trash chute from Florida? <laughs> and, and 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 when I looked into it, like you said, the guys are just trying to sell you for the insurance proceeds. Man, he had this he had this rental agreement that when you actually sat down with a lawyer and read it, he was gonna put that trash on a truck and ship it down there to me, take my money and say I was liable to hang it and use it myself. And that's not at all winner for a turnkey setup deal. Wow. So you have to be careful. You do have to be careful. There are little pitfalls, but Yeah. So the short answer to your question is integrity. I say operate with integrity and it just seems to it, it, it works. You know, that'll that'll a hundred percent agreed. Well, folks, you heard it here. We got Eddie Rickett with A Affordable Roofing Company. He is a commercial roofing cistern specialist. If you need anything in Houston, Alvin, the Gulf Coast, he is your guy. Eddie, if any of this audience want to get a hold of you for your services, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Best way is my cell phone. I still give it out. It's 832-876-7663. 
Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being our guest today on the uh, podcast, and I'm going to reach back out with you. I definitely like to cultivate a relationship. I do some stuff down in that area of Texas, and it'd be even easier if I just had somebody down there that I can I can partner with. And uh, really appreciate your time. Really appreciate the integrity that you operate in, and and the years that you've put into this industry. And it's guys like you that the younger guys like me and the next generation look up to 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 kind of carry the mantle on. So thank you so much for today, and uh, we'll talk with you soon.